This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. winter storm in Southern California for years to come. There were people that were actually stranded on a highway and New York City, which hasn't had snow, finally got some. I was watching it come down earlier before I hit the mic for this show because there was no snow happening this season in uh, New York or Boston or Philadelphia. The Army's concerned. Why? Because they say Doritos and drinking and a whole bunch of other things are making those that would be eligible to be in the Army and those that are in the Army, uh, well, they're getting a little portly. And they're concerned about that. So we'll talk about what that means. And then a major U.S. Marshals Service hack compromising some sensitive information. I mentioned it briefly in a previous hour, but let's jump into that first before we go to the winter storm. Because whenever we hear about breaches and hacks, I mean, that's the world we live in right now, right? Uh, So as we motor through, it didn't involve any kind of a database, Um which is good, right? Because there was concern that the sensitive information might have included the witness security program. And for goodness sake, anybody who's watched any kind of a flick that has to do with the mafia or somebody testifying against somebody else who's nefarious and then wanting to bring down the empire, well, they become part of the witness protection, right? So they released a statement on Monday, the U.S. Marshals did, acknowledging that there was a, a breach and it affected a system that contained information. It included returns from legal process and administrative info and identifiable information pertaining to subjects of investigations and third parties and all of that. If you go through the gobbledygook of what their statement is, the bottom line is it wasn't a hack that compromised that part of the system, but it was pretty bad. It happened on the 17th of February. They discovered a ransomware and data uh, event affecting this standalone system that they, they had that was disconnected from the network, right? And it was, they say it constitutes a major, major incident, though, which... It, the first thing that they worried about was the wet, the witness protection program because that kind of information being out there and, and having ransomware uh, held over their head, there there would be a lot of panic for sure over that. But the key thing is they got hacked. I mean, you see how much money is being dumped into cybersecurity and how difficult it is. We certainly have had some experts on this show. We've talked about that from every which way to Sunday that you can imagine. And this is something that's not going away. There are more portals, more ways to to break in, so to speak. And I think that is like the number one danger period to so many elements of, of our lives. The potential, the mess that can be created is, uh, I think, almost immeasurable. Let's put it that way. It, it seems like it's almost immeasurable to me. All right, how about this winter storm? Well... 
it wasn't just the white stuff. There was more than that because you had tornadoes in uh, Oklahoma and other parts of the Midwest, Kansas, Missouri, uh, Texas. There was a bad one in, in Norman where there were uh, 12 injuries reported, luckily. So far, I haven't heard anything about any deaths. There are all kinds of storms, like 175 different storms, if you will. So wind or hail or gusts of wind that were 114 miles an hour, which is insane. 114 miles an hour, just so you know, is equivalent to a Cat 3 hurricane. Just imagine trying to stand up in that. I saw a little clip of somebody who was in Norman, Oklahoma, that was being interviewed and said that they got up and the wind just threw them back like a rag dial. Doll, and that it was like a blizzard inside the house. They're lucky they survived that because you had flipped cars, down trees, neighborhoods were just littered with the stuff, roofs collapsed, torn. The typical thing that you see when it's a really nightmarish tornado. And it was an EF2 that slammed into Norman. They do that survey thing, so they look more at the wind speed, they look at the tornado width, which is always a very big deal because then it hits a bigger area depending on how skinny or giant the tornado uh, is and then you throw hail into that and then of course in the west I mentioned it in California the bizarre blizzard warnings and even road flooding in California and of course higher elevation snow uh, in parts of California and into the Rockies pretty pretty bad where some areas were just in and, you know, impassable. You couldn't you couldn't pass on the on the roads. I mean, part of Interstate 80 from Applegate, California, to the Nevada line closed. Then they just said whiteout conditions. Like you're not going anywhere in this. This is you, you're they're stranded. There's people that are strand stranded, and you don't want to be stranded. Yosemite National Park closed because of severe weather, and not even opening until Wednesday because they have multiple blizzard warnings in in effect. Uh, there and they're talking about 55 to 84 inches of snow wow the coolest picture i saw of the california snow was what i saw near mojave you know the mojave um, desert in california they have all these wind turbines and when you go through there and you see it it's it's really kind of cool because they almost look like from far away, it looks like those little pinwheels that that are all they're all just white pinwheels stuck in the ground. And I'm saying from far away because, of course, when you get up close, they're huge. These turbines. So you had all this white, 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 white snow, and then the turbines right there. And it was just a it's just a wild sight to see. Whatever search engine you have, just put that in there and see what pops up. And it it is really really wild to see that hey coming up on uh this hour of the show we have your thoughts in the mailbag and you definitely had a lot of thoughts about a lot of different things including what's going on with fox and rupert murdoch and murdoch acknowledging that some of the fox hosts endorsed election fraud lies and he was really kind of well, he wasn't really kind of. He was grilled on this. You got to think of Murdoch is he's 91 now. And this is in a libel suit about the voting equipment maker Dominion 
the Dominion voting system that is is obviously going after the TV network over its coverage of the aftermath of the 2020 presidential election. So in the mailbag, there were a lot of people, uh, fair to say, you know, four or five people anyway, that focused on this and and what the, the court filings are showing and what will it mean for any of these hosts and what did, you know, what do I think it'll mean for some of the hosts. And so we'll talk about that when we get into the mailbag. But I mentioned the army and the fact that it's crappy junk food that's hurting the army, the fitness tests. The army has revisited its physical readiness programs repeatedly, trying to find a cure for what ails the recruiting process. Poor fitness and obesity. A lot of people are failing because of that. So how do you clean up that act when you talk about junk food especially? And this is a large part of what the focus is in trying to figure out the answers to that. Mm, Those monster energy drinks. Lots of sugar. Mailbag next. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to KateDelaneyRadio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Dennis. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. 
at Kate Castellani. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. And Charles all had something to say about what's going on with Rupert Murdoch and this case with the election from 2020. I'll just take a couple, two of them. So Jack says, wow, Kate, um, listen, I'm a longtime Fox watcher. I, I, I like Hannity and I watch some of the other shows, not all of them. I'm not a fan of, of all the shows, but that's like anything that I watch. And I was surprised when I heard what came out of the um, the story about Rupert Murdoch and what he what was revealed because of this Dominion Voting Systems lawsuit. And you know, here you have Murdoch in a deposition who was pushed and asked, as he would have been, about some of his his hosts and whether they were pushing election lies to the audience. And um, I guess I was kind of surprised when he said it was wrong for Tucker Carlson to host conspiracy theorist Mike Lindell after the election. And then when he was asked why he continued to allow the MyPillow CEO to continue appearing on Fox, he said it was a, a business decision and said it's not red or blue, it's green. Um, I think that's shocking that he would have put it that way but he is 91 or 90 something anyway and he was being grilled in a deposition where you know you're talking about a lawsuit for a lot of money what uh, what do you think i think it was shocking that he said it that i mean that's the quote right that is exactly it you you nailed it you you did it verbatim because he said that he had mike lindell on and that it was just about business that it's just about money he pays us a lot of money we have him on and so that is surprising that Murdoch said that about what actually guides coverage at Fox from his point of view of what he's saying, right? And um, then there was this this other part that there's this other part that uh, that uh, a couple people pointed out in their emails to me, and I'll just take instead I'll just take this one from Charles who says. Kate, how did Paul Ryan, the former Speaker of the House, get it mixed up in this whole Murdoch Fox News thing? And um, why then did Murdoch not listen to Paul Ryan? So I'm confused. I just heard bits and pieces of Paul Ryan advising Murdoch about what they were saying on the air about the 2020 presidential contest being stolen because, uh, and part of it was because of the, the way the elections were, 
were were done by Dominion machines anyway. Okay, so Paul Ryan, and I didn't know this, too, until this came out. I mean, I had no idea, right? Yes, the former Speaker of the House, he's on the board for Fox, and he, because this came out in the depositions, and he warned the Murdochs to not, to stop saying what they were saying on the air, to, he, he said that they should move on from Trump and stop with the whole election thing. And he told uh, the Murdochs, I guess, that many of those who thought the election had been stolen did so because they got a lot of information telling them that the election was stolen from what they thought were credible sources. And so these, they had all these emails and texts and everything, and this was an email. So that's how, that's how that comes out. Right. And Murdoch, I guess, responded to one email from Ryan by telling him that Sean Hannity had been privately disgusted by his friend, the former president for weeks, but was scared to lose viewers that um, because so, so many of the viewers didn't like what was happening and, um, you know, that he was that uh, Murdoch, the, uh, whatever Ryan was saying, that in other words, he wasn't being straight with the loyal audience because he was worried about that they would rebel against him. I mean, look, here's the thing. What what do you think the business of, here's here's the thing? And that's what Murdoch said. What do you think the business of of Fox or whatever XYZ television network is behind the scenes, the ownership, etc. It's, it is about, it's about money. It's about money. And so this is a $1.6 billion lawsuit, right? And he, you know, when he was asked about the host, he didn't say, he didn't nail, you know, he didn't say, I think Hannity said this and blah, 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 blah. he didn't like, he kind of danced sort of around it. And he said, um, I, he, he said, I would have liked us to be stronger in denouncing it in hindsight. That's what he said in the deposition. And he, and he said when he was, you know, asked about Maria Bartiroma, for example, and former host Lou Dobbs, and especially Lou Dobbs. He said Lou Dobbs really, really promoted. I mean, that was the only one that he threw under the bus of saying he really, really supported it. The others, he said, well, you know, I would have liked for them to not have said that. Uh, He said that, you know, he said that that's what led to the firing of Lou Dobbs. He said because he was an extremist, but he was allowed to continue hosting the program until after the election. And uh, Dominion, on their side of the suit, argues that it's because Dobbs was popular that that was what was going on, that it was that was fending off. You know, he was fending off some of the defections to Newsmax, to people going over to Newsmax saying that they you know, had turned their taste from Fox News. So it is um, it, it is interesting. This lawsuit's interesting as to what it's going to generate, if if anything. But here in, in summation of it all, because I, I, I said I got, you know, a handful of these, these emails. And this one uh, was from Howard, and he says, uh, Hey, Kate, you know, all this dust about fox this and fox that and the elections and what are they peddling and what do they say and all of that um i mean we've seen this story before in different ways when other networks have been sued for information that they've had out there think about cbs uh and the lawsuits that they've had to to fend off and the bottom line is 
that who's running the networks, who ultimately is responsible for the news coverage, and what what is it that these talk shows are versus what are um, the the news anchors saying, and just kind of weighing all of that and. And I think that uh, Fox will weather this, and people that like to watch Fox will watch Fox. People who don't like to watch Fox won't watch Fox. I don't think that you'll see an incredible dip in some of their ratings, especially in some of their more popular shows, because they weren't named in this whole Dominion thing. Well, that's right. If you look at Gutfield, Greg Gutfield, who does the you know, uh, late night news. I mean, there that's news and the political satire stuff on the Fox channel. He is, he is really pulling in the ratings and you know, it's, he's got, it's sort of that comedy newsy thing that he does. And, uh, you know, he's an author, etc. And he bills himself as a libertarian and, and he is, one of the most popular things that's on the air. He's one of the most popular shows that's on the air there. So I think that's probably what you're referring to. There's a a bunch of other hosts that wouldn't be in the middle of, of um, what Murdoch said and what the deposition was and all of that. All right. So I focus so much on that. I think I can squeeze in one more. This one is from Deacon who says, Oh, so sad about Tom Sizemore and the decision his family has to make end of life. He had apparently uh, some kind of a stroke, and now the, his family has to make this decision. I, I guess a stroke and a brain aneurysm. Yeah, the brain and he's sixty-one. The brain aneurysm was a result of the stroke, from what I understand. And it was, gosh, maybe two weeks ago or less than two weeks ago that that they, you know, it was the middle of the night, and and he was hauled off to the hospital and. I think of Sizemore, and you know what I think of? I think I think I've seen every movie he's been in: um, Heat, Save it, Pro- Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down. He was, he was born of Fourth of July, Natural Born Killers, uh, and he did so many cameos in so many movies. So, yeah, that's really, really, really sad. And I think I can get another one in. This one from this one comes to us from Kyle. And he says, oh, Kate, what a wake-up call. My family lives in Norman, Oklahoma. And you want to talk about a nasty mess. Down trees all around their neighborhood. Roofs torn from end to end. However, their house, nothing. Just one shattered window. Aren't we lucky? Oof, we dodged one there for sure. God bless you and your show. Hey, thanks for that. And thanks for all the emails, everybody. Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL90. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. 
Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. Former President Trump is seeking to overturn his $454 million civil fraud verdict in New York. His legal team submitted a notice of appeal Monday pointing to alleged judicial errors. The appeal disputes the ruling that Trump misrepresented his wealth to advance his real estate interests. A significant U.S. Supreme Court hearing Monday centers on the influence of social media companies on online content. The court is scrutinizing laws supported by Republicans in Texas and Florida, which were enacted amid allegations that platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube exhibit bias against conservative viewpoints. On Sunday, a United States Air Force service member died after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. Video footage captured Aaron Bushnell declaring his refusal to be complicit in genocide, describing his actions as an extreme form of protest. John Schaefer, USA News. Did you receive a call or message that mentioned Social Security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your Social Security number or other personal information and tell you that your Social Security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your Social Security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, demand your personal information, or instant payment email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG.
going to have Wilbur Shapiro on the show here on America tonight and in our author's corner because he writes and he writes and he writes and he's so sharp. This book is a really different turn from some of the others that he's written. It's called CF. And this is a man who we've introduced you to, as, as I've said before, we've had conversations. He retired from an engineering career that spanned over 50 years. And he also spent time at a place that I loved, and I just realized this about him. He worked at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. That was the first museum I ever went to, and I can remember walking through the heart. So he definitely has a penchant for writing and uh, so many other things as, as well. He's produced 58 publications in technical literature. Wow. And, of course, on and on when it comes to books. Wilbur, thanks for coming on. Okay, I'm happy to. So tell us about CF and what the novel's about. Okay. Uh, I had a grandniece who had cystic fibrosis. That's what CF stands for. And uh, we got, as she was a little girl, we got along very well. And... uh, were noted microbiologists and they always were at a university where they did research work and taught courses. Um, When I knew uh, Barbara, she was at uh, Cornell University. And then the parents, mindful of the needs of her daughter, would move to different universities being closer to hospitals and medical facilities. So uh, they went to Iowa, and then they ended up in the University of Washington in Seattle. Now, we separated. I went my way, and they went their way. And I didn't see um, Barbara for some 30 years and then all of a sudden, on the Facebook, who shows up but Barbara? Oh, it, it was, uh, I would say it was almost a miracle. So we got together again, and uh, we were communicating via the Internet, and everything was going along fine. Then I heard she fell off her bicycle. And uh, she was having, uh, she hurt some of her bones, and uh, she was recuperating, but she was getting headaches. And then one day she had a tremendous headache, and that did her in. And uh, it was like, uh, God giveth and taketh away. And... uh, It hurt very much. Mm. So I decided to write a book about CF, and uh, I dedicated it to Barbara. And uh, the book is about a girl called Nancy who had CF. And her mother, Marie, uh, took care of her and watched her very carefully. And her father was very aloof, and he could hardly believe that he had a child that was sick. 
So, actually, her father uh, never did anything with her, and eventually uh, the parents divorced. Anyway, Nancy uh, tried to go to school, but uh, she had a coughing spell that almost did her in. So she had to be tutored, and she was tutored by one uh, of the, the retired teachers, and uh, they got along very well. But the teacher, Mrs. Austin, recognized that Nancy had the, uh, very good talent for writing. And uh, Nancy did some writing for the CF, CF publications, and then she was noted she did so well that the newspapers asked her to write some articles, and uh, lo and behold, she became syndicated with many newspapers. And uh, her mission was to tell the world what it was like to have cystic fibrosis. And uh, she did this, and after a while, she wrote a book about it which was very popular. And then all of a sudden, she got a lot of articles being sent by other people with cystic fibrosis. So she had a whole bunch of articles, and some of them were very good. So she formed a magazine, and it was called the CF Magazine. And the writers of the CF Magazine were all people who had CF. And then, well, she had the syndicated newspapers. She had a book. She had a magazine. The one thing that was missing was a movie. So she wrote a screenplay, which was accepted, and a movie was produced. And it was nominated for Best Picture. It didn't win, but it, it did uh, entice many people to go to the movies. And all her work, all her work was uh, so good that uh, uh, there were many contributions made to the cystic fibrosis organizations. And uh, one, uh, and as time went on, oh, I forgot to tell you that uh, along the way, uh, she had a lung implant, which was a very difficult operation. So she uh, she did a lot of things and a lot of good things. And then, uh, as most CF people do, she did pass away. And she was quite young when she did it. So I ended the book with a poem, which I will read to you now. We mostly are born free of strife, but some are born with an overhead knife. Can they overcome the vicissitudes of living? Many can. 
and make contributions that are fulfilling. I speak of the CF people who must fight to survive. Their organs need medications that researchers derive. Lungs are subjected to harmful abuse. There's no way to retreat and call a truce. Mucus is hard and sticky and passes it, it blocks. Vibrate the body to loosen the music, mucus before it locks. But wait, a solution prevents the mucus catastrophe? Try calf the medications. Loosens the mucus and makes it lubrication free. Sooner or later, a lung transplant comes into view. A rigorous operation, very hard to construe. Perhaps it adds years to life, but you must fight your own system immune. No matter what, you're captured in the CF cocoon. Nancy demonstrated to the world what CF life was like. She did well and deserves a credit spike. However, she is gone after shortened years and one cannot help the saddened tears. Now, the one good thing about CF research is the development of the tri of the, the triple drug called Trikafta. And what Trikafta does, it goes after the mucus that is very damaging and it reduces it to uh, the lubrication aspect of it, which is normal. So that's my story. Wow. What a story. I mean, you took us all the way through it, and CF is very tough, and there are so many people in this world that have it, and your book shines a light on it, and your niece would be proud. CF is the name of the book. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Wilbur Shapiro, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Kate the opportunity. Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Pouty Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. 
Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Suzanne Scheidecker-Cook, her book, A Mentor at Your Fingertips. Boy, this is something I think that is so necessary. She and I had a wonderful off-air conversation about what is lacking. And she talks about in her book that mentoring is her passion and that, you know, she's got these tips for success and that it's reader-friendly and it's a book that you can pick up and read really, I think at any point. And it's something that I did. So Suzanne, thanks for coming on. And what was your motivation to, I need to put this together and get it out in the world. Well, first I'm very honored to be a guest on your show. And then uh, to answer your question, I have worked my whole career in very conservative, male-dominated industries and the rules are different. And um, there's a lot of, folks out there that 
I don't want to say pose, but you know they pitch themselves as career experts, and maybe in a in, in their particular field they are. But uh, for the conservative industries like banking, uh, the government, transportation, construction, the rules are much stricter. So I got tired of yelling at the TV and the computer screen, and I decided to take a positive step and and write my experiences down for people who don't actually have who aren't blessed to actually have a mentor in the um, workplace. And you talk about, like, very in the very beginning, you talk about, you know, with the workplace, the, the, the ground rules. And you have a quote. You say, people may doubt what you say, but they will always believe what you do. And you say there's an unspoken code of conduct in business, which you call the ground rules. And you list the rules, and it's really easy to go through the rules. Give us what you think is one of the most important, because obviously there are a lot of rules. You have... 12 altogether, but pick out one and tell us about that that's in the book. I think it's a, the, fall, the fall through, and then my last one, the determination and perseverance. I think those are uh, the most important, and keeping your sense of humor. There's just going to be times that um, things are falling apart, and instead of jumping down everybody's throat or picking somebody apart that isn't uh, productive to being part of the team or to making it work, keeping your sense of humor and a positive outlook, I think goes a long way in just your personal life and also your professional life. Yeah, and in that last ground rule, too, you talk about, as you, as you said, how important it is, you talk about that we live in an impatient age where we are encouraged to have it now and everything seems to move at the speed of light. Boy, isn't that true. I mean, really fast, especially now when you look at technology. So how did you break the book down? How did you uh, organize the book so it would be easy, like you say, a mentor at your fingertips? Well, it's actually about two years of work of my life. I would write in the evenings and on the weekends. And then when I would start reading it, and throughout the book, I ask and I advise others to have somebody that you trust, you know, read your work. And and there was a lot of don't, 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 don't. And I wanted it to have a positive tone. So I just sat down after I wrote my first draft and decided, okay, well, what comes first? And I thought, well, the ground rules come first and why I wrote the book. And then uh, it's very important if you're selling yourself uh, and just to get ahead, you need to know what your goals are. And a lot of people, they don't, they don't set their own personal goals. And also, too, they don't – a lot of people, especially those that go to business school, they're familiar with a, a SWOT analysis, but they don't do – they don't take personal stock of their own strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, and and how that would apply to their personal and professional life, which I feel are very important. So I just sat it down in what I thought the order was and what my mentors, because I've been very blessed throughout my life to have some really terrific mentors, what they taught me and the order they taught me in. And so that's how I laid out the book. Yes, SWOT analysis is so important. That was a game changer for me. It changed my life by by doing that. And you talk about the strengths and the weaknesses and the opportunities and the threats. And you have this at the end of, of what I'll call chapters where you, you say challenge yourself and you list questions and you, you, you prompt people uh, that read the book to do it. Is that also part of your thinking like, hey, let's take some action? 
Yes, I think it's really important. Um, my whole life I've practiced music or, you know, uh, played musical instruments. And so that's part of, you know, music. You, you learn it, but then you have to put it into practice and you have to challenge yourself, especially on the difficult parts of the music, but also my mentors too, my, my, again, I was been very blessed. They would challenge me. So they would give me something that made me put it into practice. And so I thought, well, I'm going to do that and, and challenge folks who read it. So they will get motivated and see, you know, something for them to put it into practice to learn. Yeah. And again, the name of the book is A Mentor at Your Fingertips. Suzanne Scheidecker-Cook, we're speaking with uh, with her right now. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. People always ask me this question, and like you, I've been very fortunate to, to have mentors. People ask me, well, how do I get a mentor? How do I find a mentor? And I think that's the idea partially, too, of your, your book. Okay, you don't have one. Here you go. That's why a mentor at your fingertips. But how would you answer that question when someone says, well, then how can I also get a mentor? I think that um, working hard and taking the extra step, it brings you, it sets you apart from others. So those in the chain of command notice you more and that's different than um, people can spot it when you're doing it for the right reason. And then volunteering. Like a lot of people will, will roll their eyes when your boss asks, well, who would like to help out with a Christmas party or the team baseball game or whatever it is? And a lot of people will, will roll their eyes. But volunteering for those type of activities, one, uh, again, it it sets you apart, but also, too, you get to know people from other parts of your organization, and you're not just in a name on a on a roster. People will say, oh, I've worked with him or her. You know, they're a really great person. They have a sense of humor, or boy, do they work hard, or something like that. So then you get known in the organization. But again, I caution people, um, anybody who's been around for a while, they know there's a saying that I really like, if you do the right thing for the wrong reason, it's still the wrong thing to do. So I think you have to be motivated to do the right thing in the workplace. Yeah. For you, was what was the biggest challenge about doing the book? Um, I guess keeping the tone positive and then also um, being very candid about, like, the dress code. Interviewers won't tell you, well, uh, gee, gosh, she wore a miniskirt, and uh, that doesn't go in our environment because they're afraid of getting sued. They're not going to say, um, I'm sorry, we don't wear four-inch heels uh, in this environment. So um, things like that with the dress code was really hard because there's a lot of the looks that I, on a personal level I love, you know, like the um, handkerchief hem, and I think some of the looks are very pretty, again, but outside of work, not in a conservative environment. So I think throughout the the challenge for me was to keep the tone positive, to really think about the personal challenges at the end of each chapter, and also starting each chapter with a quote, to make each chapter a standalone, where you can just read any chapter. You don't have to read the whole book if you don't want to. And... Um, and just being honest about the way it is, especially for women in conservative conservative environments, because folks will say, well, no, that doesn't matter anymore. But having and still being a woman, because a lot of times I'm the only woman in a room full of men, yes, 
things haven't changed that much. So I think it's very important. Again, there's a difference between inspiring people, which I think is very important. But when you're a mentor to somebody, I think there's a, a candidness in the relationship, which um, is sometimes hard to take. So yeah. I think that was my challenge to do yeah. that. We have just a couple of minutes left. So last question, what do you hope people take away from reading your book? Um, then I hope that it achieves my goal of helping them get to the next step and uh, putting them in a position where they do get blessed to have a real-life mentor. But in the meantime, that my book will help them move along in their career and also help them on a personal level, too. Yeah. Perfect place to end this. A mentor at your fingertips, Suzanne Scheidecker-Cook. You can get it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Thank you. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113, that's drinksupertea.com, or by calling 818-965-9113.